The House is sitting under urgency to pass two bills addressing the effects of the Kaikoura earthquake. The Honourable Jerry Brownlee. Mr Speaker, I move that urgency be accorded the introduction, first reading and referral to Select Committee of the Haranui Kaikoura Earthquakes Emergency Relief Bill and the introduction and passing through all stages of the Civil Defence Emergency Management Amendment Act 2016 Amendment Bill. The government's leader of the House then explained the need for the bills. Mr Speaker, the two bills uh, can be described first uh, as a bill that will make legal some of the things that particularly the rural community have had to do, uh, either to get themselves out of their farm properties or perhaps to put uh, water back on for their stock uh, or to uh, re-erect sheds or any other of the things that are necessary uh, to keep a farming operation uh, going. Uh, all sir, generally with the welfare of the animals concerned uh, to the fore. Mr Brownie said that bill would spend a day with the Local Government and Environment Select Committee. He then turned to the second bill in the urgency motion. Mr Speaker, the uh, Civil Defence Emergency Management Amendment Act 2016 was passed just four days before this earthquake event. It had in it a commencement date of the 14th of May 2017, for uh, what I call transitional powers and authorities. What this bill does is amend the Act further uh, to bring that date forward, but it doesn't put the same obligation on councils that don't need it at this point. The Leader of the House, Jerry Brownlee, speaking at the end of question time, which began with this one for the Prime Minister, John Key, from the Deputy Leader of the New Zealand First Party. Question number one, in the name of Ron Mark. Thank you, Mr Speaker. My question is to the Prime Minister and asks, does he stand by all his statements, and if so, how? The Right Honourable Prime Minister. Minister. Yes, and with fear and trepidation, I'm about to be mauled by the member. <laughs> <laughs> Supplementary question, Supplementary. Ron Mark. Thank you, Mr Speaker. To the Prime Minister, how does he stand by the statement on the new parliamentary palace that, quote, it just makes sense long-term for us to own these premises, end of quote, when he does not have the same view on the ownership of state houses or, for that matter, state power companies. The Right Honourable Prime Minister. Uh, Mr Speaker, yes, and I can assure the House that if that member got anywhere near ever being a minister, he'd be the first one round measuring up the carpets trying to check that it was a big enough office for his ego. <laughs> Ron Mark had also applied for an urgent debate, getting this decision from the Speaker, David Carter, at the end of question time. I have received a letter from Ron Mark seeking to debate Understanding Order 389, the announcement made by the Speaker yesterday to construct a new building for Parliament. The urgent debate is a way of holding the Government accountable for an action for which it is responsible. The Speaker is not part of the Government and is not able to take part in the debate as a minister can. I do note that in September 1997, the Speaker granted a similar application for an urgent debate. However, on that occasion, it was in respect of an announcement made by the Government and not by the Speaker. The application is therefore declined. The Speaker, David Carter, among other questions, was this one for the Minister of Police, Judith Collins, from the ACT member for Epsom, David Seymour. What reassurance can she give to Epsom residents concerned that their community policing centre will cease to operate after 24 years? 
The Honourable Judith Collins. Mr Speaker, I can advise the member that I have asked the same question of police because I very much understand the value of a community police presence. I have sought assurance that Epsom residents will have continued access to our excellent New Zealand police service. Police have assured me that police staff will remain very much visible and working in Epsom. Police staff will continue to hold weekly community clinics in Epsom as well as maintain the presence of a community constable and continue with foot patrols, school visits and community policing as usual. Judith Collins also faced a question from her Labour shadow, Stuart Nash. The Minister, are there any plans to permanently close any more community policing centres other than those in Ellerslie, Pamuir and Epsom, which were confirmed over the weekend? The Honourable Judith Collins. Mr Speaker, that uh, decision would be made by the police. It's an operational decision. And... And as far as I'm aware, no. Minister says no. I'm Tom Fruin and this programme was made with funding from Parliament.